Welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. I almost said host and dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? Oh. No, actually, but uh, this week on the podcast, we it's been a few weeks since the release of Remnant 2. Are you still thinking about it? Mendachi gives us his thoughts on the game now that he's played it. Eight strikes and you're out. Let's talk about the new guidelines from Xbox. And of course, stick around until the end of the show. For deals of the week i lost my train of thought there <laughs> can you guys tell it's been a weird fucking day anyways here's the intro <laughs> is dead okay the intro is dead everything's dead we're dead we're yeah. not really here we are just an illusion we're part of the matrix man part of yeah. the mainframe and shit you know like we're just <laughs> here but not here you know like yes what is real what is real? Anyways, hello and welcome to the show. I'm joined by the lovely and talented and beautiful Mr. Greenlee. Green, how are you doing today? Stop. Stop at you. I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. I'm alive. I'm here. Yeah. Are you Stressed singing to Skillet today? No, no, no. I never no? Sp- uh, sing Skillet. I'm a, I'm a not a Skillet enjoyer, if, if you will. Green, on the <laughs> other hand. Hmm. <laughs> We're also joined by the spooky, the spooky and the ukulele, the Mendachi. Mendachi, how are you today? Uh, man, I'm excited. Uh, we've got the MK1 beta test coming this weekend. We just ordered an Xbox X for the house, um, and I grabbed the pre-order. Got the premium edition just because I want uh, a week early play with uh, all of the combat pack characters. Uh, big time MK fan, so that's really cool. And uh, yeah, wow, just like what a hell of a summer for video games, right? Um, you know, it's it's funny. I didn't tell you about this the other day, but uh, I watched the 20, 2021 sorry, um, Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, that that was an experience. That was an experience. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was fun. I it was, it was one of those things. It was that... a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, same for an yeah. original character, main uh, like original main character. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, the cast for uh, Johnny Cage in the sequel. Oh, yeah. no. Um, shit, it wasn't John Claude Van Damme. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's he's a bit too old. No, it, you'll be surprised. I I I had it in my my brain. It's stuck in my head. I can um, I can see the clickbait article now. Who got cast as Johnny Carl Cage? Carl Urban. And... That's right. Carl Urban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't right. you know Carl Fuck Urban it. being a, a Johnny Cage, <laughs> but you know I'll I'll still fucking see it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. So sorry to derail. <laughs> with that but uh thanks for watching and listening to the show be sure to stick around until the end of the show for some deals of the week that we found for you of course if you miss any part of the show you can find us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found of course if you want to join us live you can typically find us every tuesday at 7 p.m central time uh you guys might be wondering hey what happened to the Baldur's gate uh three episode that you guys just did um i fucked up uh i didn't check our work uh afterwards there the there's a lot of really bad audio issues that basically made it unwatchable. 
I apologize for that. That's on me. I should have really checked and made sure everything was good. Um, hopefully we don't run into that again. I believe I've fixed it. But if you guys uh, were curious what happened to the Baldur's Gate 3 episode, sorry. It's just gone. It's dead. You can't salvage something that's not there. Um, so There'll be yeah. some shorts. There'll be some shorts from it we'll throw on, on, on YouTube. I just got to edit them and stuff. Yeah. I'll get but, there eventually. Yes. But you guys are here for Remnant 2. Mandachi, take it away. Yo. Yeah, man. Uh, just like, I think the shortest version of this uh, whole review is shiny, well-oiled machine made for killing. That could be your headline, but with friends. Two other friends, to be exact. Not a four-player game, three-player game. I kind of wish right now that Remnant would, would go four-player. I don't know where this three-player nonsense came from. I've got friends that want to play with me. I don't like having to choose. Don't put me in bad positions. That being said, um, not going to gloss over it. This is like a firm 95 out of 100 for me. So going into the, 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 the meat and potatoes of Remnant 2, there's a shitload. To be honest, uh, I'm not going to be able to touch on everything, but I am going to do my best. And uh, I also want to throw a shout out to a co-host of PFTP, my good friend Brent. He actually bought me this game for my birthday as like a late birthday present. Um, and it is uh, the sequel to Remnant from the Ashes that we 100%ed through quarantine. And I was so excited about this. And um, to say that this exceeded expectations is to say too few words so this game is massive and uh this review is actually a bit of a milestone uh as of this recording i have 70 hours in it i have completed the campaign uh, i have 70 percent of the achievements in hand um it is the most playtime that i've put into a game that I have reviewed for the show. So I can tell you from beginning to end, this game is concrete. It is solid. Uh, it is a complete work of art. This is a AAA title for $49.99, um, and it operates pretty damn well. Uh, and on my machine, where I have a 1080 uh, and uh, a Ryzen 5, I had very, very little graphical issues, maybe some stuttering here and there, but it was so far and few between. It was very easy to just throw away. I was also playing on 720 on Ultra. So uh, it, it was exceptionally smooth, 60 frames most of the time. So not only does it play well, it looks gorgeous and it was not hard on my machine. That being said, I think that as far as memory goes, it was using around seven gigs at a time. So if you are running eight gigs on your machine, definitely consider upgrading to like 16 if you can. Um, there are many small things that this game does that are exceptional um, and very few things that I have that are gripes that are fairly annoying so overall the game centers around you the player and your character that you get to create there's not a ton of options but there's a lot of voices um so you do get to kind of you know make your make your little traveler make your little hunter and you try to get to an area called ward 13 which is a place that you liberated 
uh, and brought back to the surface in the first game. You don't have to play the first one to uh, understand or know what's going on in the second one. I would say that you get a little bit more of an enriched uh, experience doing that because there are um, return NPCs. So, uh, there is one return location full of return NPCs. Now, you're playing as a brand new character because this takes place, I want to say it's 20 to 25 years after the first remnant. So no one knows who you are. You're a completely different person. Your character doesn't know anything about the first character, but the NPCs will sometimes hint at them, and you'll be able to ask them about stories and hear about the things that your character did in the previous game. So if you like those subtle nods or like the big nods and being able to be like, yo, I know that guy, then I would highly uh, recommend going and picking up Remnant 1, which this the timing of this episode is a little wonky. Uh, for the first, I think, week that Remnant 2 was out, Remnant 1 was like maybe $20 with all of the, uh, the DLC. <clears throat> so maybe wait to see if you can find it on sale and then play through it the best thing is is that the first one and the second one play so similarly in the best of ways that you're going to feel like you're just getting more of a game that you enjoy if you like it if you like it the best thing about the second one is that it simply added more uh choice for the player when you start there's like 10 classes to choose from uh, in the entire game. But when you start, you can choose from Challenger, which is like a tank, Medic, self-explanatory, the Hunter, which is like your sharpshooter, and then um, the Handler, which is a support class that comes with a trusty companion doggo. Really cool. And each of these have uh, like these active skills. As you level up, you'll unlock them. Each one has three of them. And they operate fairly different. If you're talking about the handler, you can have your dog be a tank, so it'll like bark and make enemies go towards it, and it will be able to take a lot more damage. A support dog can actually go over to your friend and grab their healing item that they have called a relic and use it to revive them, which is cool. And it can also do that for you. So if you're playing solo and you get downed by an enemy, your dog can come up to you, grab your healing item, and revive you, which is pretty sick. Um, and then uh, if you uh, pre-ordered, you could also get the Gunslinger class. Now, because Brent had bought this game for me ahead of time, bless his soul, I got to play as the Gunslinger. The Gunslinger is a, a class that is, quote-unquote, hidden, that you have to beat the game and then do some things. I'm not going to tell you how to unlock all this stuff. If that's why you came here, I'm super sorry. We don't have the time for that. But I can tell you it's fucking sick. <laughs> and you can fan the hammer you can like golden gun destiny sun like the what do you call that green the the hunter class with the sun uh uh, uh damage golden cool golden revolver gun. yeah okay golden gun okay oh, sure yeah. yeah the man with the golden gun yeah it, yeah I mean, it's i can't remember like what the exact like actual name right of it is yeah. that should give everyone like a pretty good idea of it and it works pretty much the same it is a high critical attack and the gunslinger focuses on 
hitting a person's weak points and scoring criticals. So you put those two together and you become an exceptionally uh, uh, terrifying damage machine. That being said, like your health stats are not super there. So like you kind of have to be witty and like very aware of your surroundings. Uh, so if you're on PC, like increase that field of view <laughs> and be ready for everything that comes off the sides of your screen. So while there's like the four classes that you can choose from in the beginning, there's an additional six other classes uh, that can be found uh, or unlocked in a way. So there are tons of resources out there. Uh, I'm not going to go through them. So if you're interested in seeing what these other things are, you can go get them. Uh, what I can tell you is that accessing them, a majority of them are going to be uh, found in the world like in the worlds that you go to because you're hopping through dimensions and each dimension is procedurally generated. And I mean that like you'll have the same like named locations sometimes and sometimes you won't. And the layout of those will change. It's like they're modular. When, uh, when, a, when a dungeon master builds a dungeon for you, they might have set pieces. And that's how Remnant 2 works. When you go into a world, there might be a dungeon in there that you get to go through and beat a boss or find a set of items, do an event, something like that, that your friend going to the same dimension wouldn't be able to have. So, ipso facto, game with your friends. Go play through the same exact location that you're currently playing with your friend in his copy of the world, and you'll have a completely different experience. The storyline of that world might be completely different from yours. It's insane. You could play this game so many different times and uh, you'll experience a lot of different stuff. The one gripe that I will say is that doing so, so far in 70 hours, I have seen a lot of repeats. Um, I feel like there's more repeats here in the second one than there was in the first one. But I have to keep in mind that I hopped into the first one uh, at a time where like the game had already been out for a year. So I also had all the DLC and I got to experience, you know, what the game looked like after the team had had their hands on it for a year. Uh, so this is already phenomenal from the get go. As I played through, I found out that you could actually have two classes equipped at the same time. So I end up unlocking the engineer class which utilizes uh, getting more defense from their armor and they get a turret, a turret that you can set down and it will automatically, you know, attack enemies for you. Or you can pick that sucker up and walk around with it and beat people with it and fire it. Uh, it comes with a laser turret, a flame grenade turret or flamethrower if you're holding it. And then uh, a giant railgun. So when you're holding it, you're just like firing the, the gauze cannon from the back of a warthog at people with exacting precision, or you put it on the ground and it aims the railgun at the ground and it will like quake the ground and kill everything in an AOE. And it's so satisfying. And you blend that with the gunslinger who gives you more ammunition uh, for all of your guns, which also goes to your turret. 
and uh, you can put your turret on the ground, superpower it, have all this ammo, and then just be like setting things on fire uh, and fanning the hammer. Uh, all of your guns and your melee weapons have slots for modifications and something called mutations. Modifications uh, allow you essentially a secondary fire. The boss weapons and some of the more like high-end secret guns will have their own mods baked in, but some guns, such as your starting weapon, will have an open slot, so you'll be able to swap them in and out. You want to have like a healing grenade launcher? You could do that. Or do you want fire rounds or something that just shoots like a big sonic cannon and like pushes enemies back and makes them take a shitload of damage? You can do that and you can swap them on the fly. Uh, you don't have to pick up special ammunition for those. They just power up as you do damage normally with that gun. Uh, with big bonuses depending on what other equipment that you have equipped. You have four ring slots a neck slot, and then, of course, your armor. Uh, armor is literally just for defense and aesthetic, so if you like to play Fashion Souls, you can absolutely do that. Uh, and then you have your long arm, your sidearm, and your melee weapon. There are over 20 long arms. There are over 20 sidearms, and I think there's over 20 melee weapons. Uh, that being said, there are some clear winners when it comes to long arms and some very clear losers. Uh, I think I could say that across the entire board. Um, it's really funny that we're doing this and I'm talking about a game that I was just gifted by Brent and I just got a notification that Brent has sent me another gift. I'm going to call it. I'm assuming he just got me quick too. Uh, the guy just keeps giving. <laughs> but back to Remnant 2. Um, uh, one of the cool things that it does when you actually equip two classes is it comes up with a new name for the archetype that you've created. So the archetype that I created and played through a majority of the game as was the Loaded Barrel Smith. Um, and so like there's synergy that you get with these, and uh, it's very fun. I highly recommend that as you unlock classes, uh, you... You just kind of like blend them together, see what goes with what, what makes what more powerful. Each class levels up separately. And then you also have levels yourself. There's a cap of quote unquote 65 levels or 65 trait points, which work like skill trees. They look like little tarot cards. They level up from level one to 10 and um, you just assign your trait points. You can go and respec at any time. You can swap your classes at any time after you've unlocked them. Uh, any class that you choose to start with, like that's your class, but you can go and buy the items that get turned into what are called engrams, another Destiny reference, uh, which then becomes the thing that you can equip in your other slot for the other class. Um, and you can swap them at any time after you have them unlocked. That being said, since I unlocked the engineer class on my main character, if I started a new character, I could start as an engineer if I wanted to. Um, mo much of like the cost that went into all of this as well uh, is one of the hot fixes for quality of life that they have changed. Uh, this game is getting updated as much or as quickly or as well as Baldur's Gate and Larian Studios. So. Gunfire Games is definitely one of those studios that is trustworthy, that is good, that deserves your time, attention, and money, uh, and so is Remnant 2. Um, 
this is very much so, uh, as you've probably seen, and I really hate it when people are like, it's like Dark Souls. It's my least favorite thing in the goddamn world. But this is third-person shooter uh, uh, co-op RPG Dark Souls. So much so that one of the entire worlds, it's called Lawsum, is like a massive love letter to From Software. You start out in a castle, probably, and it looks like the Drongalic Castle or uh, some areas of the Drongalic Castle. Um, it's beautiful. It's like golden, gilded, pretty, and there's also a bad version of that, a mirror world, if you will. There's also a town outside, and immediately when you go into the town, you're going to think this either looks like Bloodborne or it looks like Undead Berg. And you're right. <laughs> and the enemies within them are straight up out of Bloodborne, straight up out of Dark Souls. Uh, and, and it's not a bad thing. It all feels like a love letter, like I said. And, and it, it is penned with exceptional poetic lyricism. It is so well executed that the entire time it's just going to keep you grinning or you're going to be experiencing something brand new and maybe you'll actually check out other games in the genre. There's other worlds like Nerud is straight out of the Alien movies. You're fighting things that look like they came from uh, the pathogen that the engineers created. It's, it's terrifying. It is a stark difference to the other worlds. It is silent. It is dead. It is covered in rocks and black tar. There is lightning in the sky, and you don't know what's going on. And the beauty of the story being like, why am I here? What's going on here? Are these people trustworthy? So on and so forth makes for an exceptional time. Every world is riddled with, uh, with mystery, with things to find, things that you might not ever find. Um, and just tons of little secrets. Uh, some of the other classes that I talked about are just hidden in the world. Now, that being said, sometimes it's very difficult to find out where it showed up in your procedurally generated world. And that is a little bit of a gripe that I have. Um, and, and one of them, one of them being the alchemist class uh, that you can find in Lozum, uh, has like a couple different places that it can spawn. You actually have to be grabbed by a sewer monster. And it is a terrifying thing, especially if you're not like paying attention to it. I myself was like, ha ha ha, it'll probably be like those sewer pig monster thing, blah blah blah, like Bloodborne. Go over to a sewer grate and this motherfucker tries to grab me and I screamed and I jumped out of the way. Little did I know, I just locked myself out of actually getting the alchemist class. Because if he grabs you, he kills you. And if your homies die or they drink their, uh, I, I call it liquid death, like the water. It's liquid escape. It's got a skull. You drink it, you die. It's uh, essentially to cut down on time having to go back to um, like, a, like a stone, a checkpoint, if you will. Or uh, if you get stuck you know, so on and so forth. You can just drink it, unstick your character, go back to checkpoint. Should you do that, you don't actually die and go back to a checkpoint. You wake up on a pile of bones and you have yourself a little fight. And then you can find the body that has the items necessary to create the alchemist class. Stuff like that. 
that's intuitive. That's not just like, oh, you unlocked an achievement or, oh, you beat a boss. You did something by finding something sometimes on accident. This game is so well thought out and so intuitive and strange. There is a class based on the idea. They had the idea, uh, rather. Someone was going to data mine the game. There is a class that has been found that was meant to be found only by data mining the game. And it is based on that fact. So you get to manipulate the world kind of like a hacker. It's very interesting. I won't go into it, but it's there. If that sounds interesting to you, you should definitely get that checked out. Um, going back to like the idea of these events and, and stuff like that, and sometimes they can happen. Sometimes uh, if you trigger them and they don't, you don't know what's going on, so you don't let it happen, it's used up for that world setting. You can re-roll worlds in adventure mode. You could even, if you wanted to, re-roll your entire story mode. Keep all of your levels, keep all of your equipment, and just play through as if you're doing the game's story again. The, the reason why you would do that is because procedurally generated beings also, new loot, new events, stuff that you haven't seen, NPCs you haven't talked to, and potentially new guns, weapon, uh, guns, uh, or, or swords, axes, hammers, spears, bows and arrows, rings, everything that you can imagine, something different. Or if you wanted to do uh, a specific event a different way, because every event usually has more than one way that you can solve it as well. This is such a crazy experience. Like I said, I was going to have a hard time <laughs> summing all of this up in in a short amount of time but it is the beefiest sandwich out there beside Baldur's Gate so if you really want to give your brain uh, a workout try to decide between playing Remnant 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 if Remnant 2 would have come out earlier in the year it probably would have gotten a bit more uh, uh, explosive, like, whoa, this game is doing things that we haven't seen before. But then Baldur's Gate had to release a TikTok about fucking a bear. <laughs> so this game, this game deserves all of the attention you're not putting on Baldur's Gate is what I'm getting at. Um, the small gripes that I had were... Uh, already fixed in hot fixes between the time that I had written my review and by the time I've been able to deliver it to you. Uh, however, there's, there might be some slight optimization issues still for some players and some of the hit boxes have been kind of wonky. Some of the uh, AI had also been a little wonky, but that's all been toned back. Uh, when I originally wrote this, I had fought a boss um, and uh, it was so on my nuts that it kept attacking my corpse. I was dead, and my one other team member that was alive during this boss fight was able to just stand at one end of the map and unload on this guy while he just went to town stabbing my corpse over and over and over again. Uh, it was hilarious, and, you know, like, it seems like, you know, cheesing it, but I'll take a dub when you give one to me. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't even mad. Uh, that being said, there there were some challenging and annoying bosses where the AI got to be uh, a bit much or the hitboxes were ridiculous. Trying to figure out where um, where you are in relation to getting hit. Uh, the final boss was more so annoying because of that issue. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything at all. Um, but there is a little bit of an audio visual thing going on with that boss. It is part of the fight, but it gets very dicey and very hairy when you pair that with the game's actual mechanical issues of some hitboxes. Uh, looking at their bug fix and hot fix area, uh, something that's nice is that I, I didn't really ever see any spoilers. Uh, so that's nice. But um they have already said like they've looked at ai they've scaled some a lot of stuff back they've also scaled uh, a lot of their hit boxes and everything like that and um the guns are always being rebalanced and looked at so also super duper awesome uh and like i said it it played exceptionally well on on my pc i'm sure it plays exceptionally well on consoles like the ps5 like the xbox x um and of course if you have better equipment than me in your pc you're gonna have a great time uh when i did start this up however i was running windows 10 and i kept running into this very very strange issue uh with my pc updating DirectX dll files and i'm not really sure if that was a me problem probably probably was a personal problem but if you end up having uh, an issue uh, or a similar one like that when you try to boot the game and it says you know like problem with dll files yada 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 uh related to DirectX 12 hit me up with a comment below this video or uh podcast uh reach out to us on twitter or x or whatever the hell it's called anymore uh that's at next to nothing pc i'll gladly walk you through exactly what i had to go through uh, but just keep in mind that after doing so, I now run on Windows 11. So I did have to uh, completely update my OS, but I didn't lose any files. So if you're scared of that, it's cool. I can walk you through that. Uh, but more or less, all the way through, some minor bug fixes, a few small balancing tweaks, other general fixes. Remnant 2, it's, it's an A+. It's an A+. I know I said like a solid 95, but it's it's an a plus all right i'll fudge the numbers a little bit uh if you if you are curious just just grab it <laughs> get your friends to play it uh i don't think that you're gonna regret it the system is interesting enough that it'll feel new to veteran players uh and veteran players that look for a nice crunchy rpg i have a feeling that you're gonna be amazed by it that you're gonna have a great time with it um, and there's just so much to do uh, and so many builds that you can do. If you just want to be a hulking juggernaut and punch everything with your hands, there are specific items that you will find and be like, oh, it's leading me down this path. I can see where this would balance with this. It kind of ends up feeling like you're building a Magic the Gathering deck. And you're like, ooh, this is going to be dirty. And the payoff is almost always so satisfying um and again this is a game that you could play for hundreds of hours because of the the potential of 
uh, re-rolling adventures, going and going into your friends' locations, seeing stuff that you've never seen before. You're just not going to be able to to experience everything that this game has to offer in one shot. And uh, this is a this is a company that uh, their last uh, game, Remnant One, uh, Rise from the Ashes, that had I think it was three or four DLCs uh, that were huge, entire new worlds filled with new equipment, new loot new storylines, new bosses, boom, explosive, uh, and new story content, like to the main story. So, uh, I'm, I'm exceptionally excited. Uh, the game, as I said, near the top was, is 49 99. Uh, there is a deluxe and super deluxe edition at 10 and $20 more. If you want some bonus armor, that's actually a throwback from the first game. Uh, you can get that with the deluxe edition. The Super Deluxe uh, is, I believe, completely unnecessary now because I think that was just there to give you like three days or seven days, something like that, early access to the game. Either way, I'm confident that I'm going to be playing this for at least a couple years. Uh, it's endless. It is endless. And um, it's complete. It's a video game. It came out and it was done. It's, it's wild. And there's no microtransactions. It's beautiful. Uh, I love it. What a what a year for actual video games. Um, with that being said, that is my review. I will rest my jaws. <laughs> yeah, you've been wagging that jaw quite a bit there, Mendachi. I think you've answered pretty much every mm. question that I could have. Yeah, that that it, you were very thorough. Very I thorough. Aim to be thorough. Uh, I have been regarded as a very uh thorough person uh, uh have you been regarded as a very thorough lover as well is that yes all right uh but not like a mechanic your your mechanics are thorough i need to talk to your mechanics <laughs> uh yeah his name's cody uh, i'll get you his number <laughs> green knows him I do i do yeah my <laughs> thorough guy I would I would never describe any mechanic I've ever had in my life as thorough, <laughs> much to my chagrin. Yeah, <laughs> it's too bad, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll mail I'll mail my mechanic to you in a box. I'm sure cool. he'll fit. I'm sure. Um, yeah, no, you were very thorough. Do we want to go to our news story for the week? I think so. Yeah. Someone please talk other than me yeah. for a while. Um, so yeah, Microsoft is uh, launching a new strike system for. Ooh. Yeah, they're launching a new strike system for Xbox to help weed out the assholes. Um, so, yeah, the the system works based on uh, the type of infraction that you commit. Um, you basically get eight strikes and certain offenses are worth more or less strikes. So uh, if you are uh, in a chat and you call someone a pussy or uh, a chump or something otherwise bullying, that is worth one strike, correct? Uh, yes. Also, yes. I did see... I also did see that like cheating is worth one strike, I guess. So yeah, if you're kind of goofy, so um, 
calling someone a pussy ass bitch and then calling and then uh aimbotting aim are, <laughs> yeah. are the same thing they're worth the yeah. same thing now if you uh get caught using sexist language that is worth two strikes fair enough yeah. Uh, or be, uh, I think it otherwise was like sexually, it was uh, two strikes for sexually inappropriate comments and harassment yep. slash bullying. So a fucked your mom would get you two strikes, mm-hmm. but you gamer go girl, show a me your titties. And, yeah. Uh, but you use an aim bot once <laughs> mm-hmm. you could do it twice. In fact. Yeah. Uh, and third, uh, anyone using hate speech will receive three strikes. And you know what? I am perfectly fine with where that is in relation to cheating. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh you know like there's eight strikes right yeah yeah right eight strikes so you could uh hey mr owl how many racial slurs does it take to get to the bottom of an xbox ban let's Uh, find out a one a two a three (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking Uh, i i imagine that the core of that tootsie pop tastes like axe body spray <laughs> I guarantee Axe, it does. Axe body spray with uh with fucking Jim Beam or Wild Turkey. <laughs> um so yeah. And a crying baby. <laughs> One crying baby. Um so yeah, using hate speech will get you three strikes. Um like I said, you get uh eight strikes for twelve months, I believe, right? Uh yeah, if you if you um if you get i think it's actually six uh i have to double check if you get eight strikes then you can't use anything uh, as far as online usage for xbox uh like multiplayer live chats messages parties nothing for a year yeah <laughs> so and your account like holds on to that information uh every six months i think think if you don't violate it it goes away it might just go away in six months i'll go ahead and clarify that here in a minute yeah um it's just like some quick stats uh microsoft said that in 2022 um fewer than one percent of all of their players received any sort of temporary suspension and of that one percent of players only one third 33 percent of them got a second suspension so enforcement i i'm kind of curious to see what enforcement is going to be or if people how self or how reporting is going to work will people actually care enough to report uh behavior that violate terms of service um because i have a feeling that a reason why it's so small fewer than one percent of all players received a temporary suspension when i guarantee Mm. that it wasn't that many people who violated (laughs) terms of service i have a feeling the reason that it that number is so small is because people weren't reporting bad behavior um right it's been kind of just you know the the joke is that uh people today wouldn't survive uh a modern warfare 2 you know og modern warfare 2 lobby um Mm -hmm. so it's kind of already expected like we know the space that you're gonna go into um so I'm kind of curious, like, why that number is so low and if reporting is going to increase. I, I highly doubt it. I think it's one of those things that people unfortunately expect uh, to get, you know, called the N-word or, you know, the F-slur whenever they enter a COD lobby. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, the uh, clarification, did you uh, have that clarification? Uh, yeah, it looks like, for one thing, it's if you get two strikes, spe- uh, suspended from the platform for a day, four strikes means you can't do anything multiplayer online, anything like that for a week. Um, and then obviously the uh, eight strikes, you'll be suspended from messaging parties, party chat, multiplayer, and other features for 12 months. Strikes against accounts will be retained on a player's record for six months before being wiped. So um, it it seems like it's a little innocuous uh, or innocuous right now. Um, it seems like the way that this is written, so taking it as it's written, uh, says within a six months period, six month period, if you get eight strikes, you have no use of multiplayer online services, anything like that for a year. So I think it's any time between in six months. So if you had seven and then six months uh, comes up, everything that's happened in the last six months goes away. And then so on and so forth. Or it could be a rotating thing, like the thing that you did at the six month mark, uh, like six months after the first uh, infraction falls off. I don't really know. It doesn't really seem like it's actually uh, stated here. So we're going to have to see uh, someone like actually come up with like a little bit more in-depth situation. I do think it's fun that you can see your enforcement history. <laughs> so you can just like see your own Xbox rap sheet. Like, <laughs> yo, man, what's up? You don't want to fuck with me. I got six infractions, bro. <laughs> like, come on. Those treasured memories, you can see, oh yeah, there was that one time I made that kid rage quit because I said his mom gave me the sloppy dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got drop tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, man, what's up? Give me a blumpkin. <laughs> um Green, what are your initial thoughts on on this system? I'm kind of curious. I think it's a good uh, a good the thing that they would put in like i hope hopefully it's not like overly abused like uh just because like oh this sucks you know kind of thing but like i you know i feel like it's definitely gonna help tone down you know because people people are toxic on like on the internet it's bad like i uh, like it it's nowhere near where it was when you know we were we were children but like it's still terrible we've we've seen a lot of games where it's like we walk in and it's it's just nothing but racial and sexist and just terrible remarks and and wave so it's good that they're taking a stand for it yeah um now there was one thing that i thought was interesting man they were talking about before the show Mm -hmm. um apparently there's going to be someone actually like (laughs) verifying these reports is going to be an actual per- this isn't going to be some sort of yeah. automated thing yeah yeah no automation just someone at a desk sitting there listening to all of the uh vitriolic gamer drivel <laughs> like that you send them they're just sitting there like oh my god if i hear the word pussy one more time <laughs> i'm gonna jump out my fucking window like yeah yeah I just think that's so awesome. And uh, I think we all agree this is a this is a job that we would definitely take though. Um, absolutely. I would take it, I'd take a part time of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I would have like a... even 
even full time, I'd take it right after my work, my my uh, normal work shift, and yeah. just fucking do that. Like, the- <laughs> I'm I'm broke. I'm broke as a joke. I need money. Yeah, here are the bangers. <laughs> the fucking Brent in chat saying slur detective. <laughs> <laughs> See, here is the thing. We were talking about this um, before the show a little bit, and I'm like. You know there's going to be at least one of these Microsoft employees who just hears this shit all day, right? They Eight hours a day, they hear other people calling each other racial slurs. They're going to end up like the episode of the boondocks with the teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't have these thoughts until he was in my class. <laughs> like that, like that, like there's just going to be someone who's just like, you know, I've never heard pussy so much in my life. And now I just say it all the time. I never used to call people the F slur, but I can't help it now. <laughs> That's the <laughs> poor Microsoft employee that has to that has to listen to that. <laughs> I would verify. clock in every day with a bingo card, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would come in. I would have I would have my little wheel. I would have my bingo card, a little dartboard, and like just use all the messages for like calling out different shots. I got to throw at the board or like spin the wheel. Oh yeah. Just fucking awesome. I I want that job so bad. Where, where do I, uh, where do I sign up to become a slur detective? (laughs) Victoria and chat. If you get a bingo, you get another half hour added to your lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god man yeah <laughs> um oh golly i don't think i i think it's an okay system i'm curious to see how it actually works if it if it is reduced if the if people even use it again one percent one percent in 2022 out of how many players like that's gotta be just the fact that like the community doesn't care or the community is just muting or doing something else and not reporting. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm very curious. That's, that's my, my official stance. I am very curious. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for someone we to like need it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I, I just want to see someone make a, an edit of me saying I'm curious and be like, by curious about what though <laughs> but yeah no i don't i don't really know if there's uh anything that you could uh like as far as like i'm I'm seeing some comments uh saying like it, you know it'll get abused and everything if there's a person listening to it uh they can they can get the context yeah you know like we're talking about someone that's capable of logic and piecing together context uh if you're saying pussy if you're saying bitch, if you're dropping a, a racial or a derogatory, you know, slur. Yeah. Dude, that's on you. You want to get sweaty? Like, all right, get sweaty and also get sweaty alone now. Yeah. Get dunked on. Like, that's, there's, it's pretty cut and dry. Like, there's no reason to really use that language, like, when you're actually in play. Um, that being said, like, I always turn off my VoIP because of shit like this because you just don't have good interactions with people online (laughs) that's just not a thing that exists um unless we're talking about starship troopers for some reason when we played that together as a group um everyone was like let's go i'm doing my part (laughs) everyone was so ready to squash some bugs together 
ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. People were so willing to accept themselves into a fascist society, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What? Absolutely. They were yeah. ready to role play as fascist? Yeah, pin a medal on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lead the charge. I want to vote, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Um, I have nothing else on this. Green, do you have anything else on this? No, no, not at all. How about you, Mendachi? No, man, uh, <laughs> get all the laughs out of me. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's really interesting. Um, I really hope that sometime in the future, someone just like leaks like a, a whole ass like trap song filled with gamer grime. <laughs> like, I will I will sit here and I will bump that shit for sure. Yeah. Gimme. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all. I want someone to violate terms so that they can make a, a fucking meme song. That's what I'm waiting for. Do we want to talk about deals of the week? Hell yeah! All uh, right. Yeah. So deals of the week. Uh, I'm gonna start out uh, over on Fanatical. You can get the Jackbox Quint pack for fifty nine twenty five. Ooh yeah. Uh, you get five Jackbox games, which are always good party games. Something fun to have in your back pocket for family gatherings or community nights. Come on. Pretty. Mm. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that's uh, that's my deal. Uh, Mendachi, what do you got? Uh, for one thing, I literally just, uh, I don't know, what was that? Like four or five weeks ago, played through like three or four different Jackbox games back to back with Vic and a few friends from... Uh, our discord server and uh man there is a lot of stuff in there hilarious great time highly recommend all of them uh but for a deal of the week it's a it's a teeny bit sparse right now but i'm gonna go ahead and recommend your build your own play on the go bundle um from fanatical so you could get eight games for 10 bucks and you've got games like uh, Sword of the Necromancer, Metro 2033 uh, Redux, Metal Unit looks dope. Uh, uh, and then Metro Last Light and Dishonored. There's a ton of other games in there. Redout is sick. Gunlocked, if you like your your uh, classic style shmup. Um, yeah, definitely go check that out. Eight of them, your choice. Ten bones, can't go wrong. Boom. Yeah. Hell yeah. Green, what do you got? I got Blasmus. Blasmus is on sale for a very short time. I, I almost didn't want to do it, but it's it's a, a great Souls like uh, platformer game. Uh, 2D. It's seventy five percent off, so a total of six dollars and twenty four cents. That ends on August twenty fourth. Uh, which actually, I lied. Uh, that was not short at all. There's an, uh, there's one of them that is like uh, done on the seventeenth. I think it's the deluxe bundle. Is done on the seventeenth. So, but you know, pick up the, the you know base game for six twenty four by August twenty fourth. Okay, I don't think I have anything else. No. Yeah, man, I'm good. All right, Green, what's coming up on your channel? Yeah, woof. Um, not sure yet. Uh, just uh, prepping for the wedding. Got a new job. Not sure exactly what I'll do if I stream. I might stream to TikTok. Um, just for the lulls, but other than that, like I, I don't know. Uh, we're we're stressing right now, so uh, yeah. You can catch all that, Mister Grimley, on pretty much every platform except for Instagram. Uh, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all the fancy things. 
This is a great link. Check it out. Hibachi. Yo, uh, I have a job interview tomorrow morning, <laughs> so that'll be that'll be nice. Um, that'll fuel all of my video gaming needs for uh, next to nothing. And speaking of video gaming needs, uh, potentially next week might talk about the MK1 beta that'll be playing this weekend. Uh, I'm going to try and get some online matches in. Mortal Kombat has kind of always had a terrible uh net net code for their uh for their matches and their lobbies um so we'll we'll see if that's gotten any better uh obviously the graphics look pretty pretty great this time around story looks pretty interesting roster looks awesome so very excited to get my hands on that they got five playable characters uh they dropped a trailer for it earlier today so if you're curious go check that out um otherwise i will be right here on the next to nothing network um uh and the only TikTok i'm doing is pickpock as in pickpocketing Baldur's gate three roguing around stealing things from your chest making people talk to you so i can put my hands in your pockets near your butt uh that's about it man uh i will catch y'all next week yeah uh coming up on the channel uh i'm working on some uh, more of arcana stuff i have kind of a backlog that we need to get through um for anyone that joined us last week uh thank you it was very fun and i think you guys would really enjoy it um you know i'm gonna i i, I forgot to mention this but uh shout out to our friend derek over at how not to dm he gave me some tips and like talked about uh, talked with me on some of the stuff there and he's giving us a shout out on his show so i'm gonna give him a shout out here make sure you go check him out go check out how not to dm especially if you're interested in tabletop games fantastic uh resource he, talk he talks to all sorts of different and awesome people like joshua lorimer uh read the dm all sorts of cool folks uh the three uh was it the three black halflings yep three well? black halflings that's yeah. another phenomenal show he's he's a wonderful fucking human yeah, uh, and I, I I've been DMing for 13 years, and that man has had on so many people that have DM'd for 20, 30 years. Uh, you can learn something just listening to a show for 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, it's phenomenal, and the production quality is beautiful. So if you if you're into that kind of thing and like interview settings, um, and they also do fun like little uh, games and role plays things with uh, the people that he brings on for the interviews, it's just a lovely show. You should put it in your weekly rotation and listen to the backlog uh, and uh, tell him we said, hey, I wish I was wearing his shirt right now because uh, we also, as a show and personally, backed his Kickstarter with the Fireball Forge. Um, yeah. And uh, we got the Arcana characters in that module. So, <laughs> so if you play that, you can hang out with uh, Hondwin from the Arcana and, uh, I don't know, clap his cheeks or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> let me let me know if you do that. I would love to hear that. So, yeah, otherwise, that's all we've got. This is the whole show for the week. Thanks for watching and listening. Your time and attention is always appreciated. If you've made this far, I don't know, maybe hit that subscribe button. Hit that like no. button. That always helps us out. Appreciate. Uh, we appreciate all that kind of support. Of course, let us know what you think about anything that we talked about in the comments. We do read and respond to as many comments as possible. And uh, yeah. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we will see you again next week. Goodbye.